All right, Jake. True Patriot podcast. I don't know what. Uh, 26, I believe. Yeah, 26. Sure. I, I'm not sure, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. up, man? Hey, I made it back. It was a heck of a week, but we, we got through <laughs> it and we're back here in the chair. <laughs> it sounds we, like uh, the life of three is weighing <laughs> on you, dude. Well, this one, it, the fact that we have three is not really, uh, I guess, relevant to the story. It kind of is, but just kind of complicates things. But um, yeah. So Monday, mo- Monday morning, leaving for school, um, Gary slammed his thumb in the car door uh and oh that sucks his nail turned black and everything but he could move it he Mm. kept kept ice on it all day and um you know nail turned black and it just looked ugly but he played a basketball game that night (laughs) um yeah he played great he hustled and played good defense all kinds of good stuff uh we go through the whole week and then on friday morning right around noon uh, I get a call from the school nurse that Gary was in gym class and he, uh, his thumb started bleeding. Uh, Dang. so it turns out he hit it with a jump rope and I guess it just caught it just right. Made it start bleeding. Um, so my wife went and picked him up. She's still on maternity leave, uh, luckily. <laughs> so she went and picked him up and took him to children's. Uh, urgent care and mm-hmm. it turns out they did an x-ray and his thumb is broken uh, Dang. <laughs> so Dang. What we tough go guy. yeah he, he's sitting there the whole time like nothing's going on he's completely fine and um it wasn't until she said it when they brought the laser out to drain the blood um that's when he's like that looks scary and what she they said, do well, do you trust that they put they, the needle they took a late yeah, it was like uh, uh, she said it was like a laser that uh, they popped the hole kinda, in the nail. Yeah, and drained the blood from it. Yeah. So, uh, she says, "Gary, do you trust the doctor?" And he goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god! She distracted him, talked him into doing it, and he's so he's got a uh, his hands all wrapped up now and. He's not allowed to play basketball this week. We got to go see an orthopedic specialist and see if uh, he can continue the rest of the season. But yeah, unfortunate. That was uh, that was one of many many things going on this week. Like you said, yeah, three that sucks. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, dude, <laughs> breaking breaking the old thumb. That yeah. sucks. Freaking, yeah, you, sucks, you guys might you deserve. P- dad of the week for <laughs> just like to, for telling your subject oh gary you're all right up. <laughs> well he could move it and he said it felt fine it just looked bad but i don't know where did it but break then, out in his thumb like the upper part of it or like the yeah, meat? i think it was like the, the tip oh really right there that's, that's yeah weird. they're just not they're not sure how far down it goes oh, um, so yeah kind of crazy god i bet yeah, that hurt <laughs> It was it was so nice out yesterday, and he's like, "Hey, could we go like run routes in the backyard, toss the football around?" I'm like, "I think that's a bad idea with your thumb." He's like, "Oh yeah, you're right. He's tough. <laughs> he is tough. Well, being on the end helps, maybe, but yeah, Damn. and it's on his left. It's on his left hand, so that helps too. 
He's a tough little dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yes, he is. I've just I have I don't have as good of stories as you ever for the <laughs> intro. I've just been hustling, <laughs> working. <laughs> yeah. Going on a Valentine. We're doing our da- Valentine's date today. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really know. I'm supposed to plan what we're doing. I still haven't planned it. <laughs> so <laughs> I told her it's nice. a surprise, but I have to come up with a surprise like uh, right after the show. <laughs> <laughs> she can, she'll listen uh, to this after it's over, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure she'll uh, be happy with whatever you come up with. She better be. No. <laughs> um, I I kind of like like I don't know being surprised and winging it. I don't really like plans, honestly. Yeah, but yeah, no, it should be my a wife's fun a day. big planner. Yeah, I mean most so. people are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's kind of what people try to do. Hey, yeah. I sold um. This is like the most expensive knife I've ever sold on eBay. Oh yeah, I hate using eBay, but you know I've been selling. I sell stuff. I'll, like all the time it justifies me like it justifies me collecting really but <laughs> so anyways yeah. yeah but it's fun to do so i yeah. sold this knife i bought it last summer for like 450 bucks at a estate sale in columbus and um you know i hung on to it for like a year and a half because I, I kept trying to look it up it was a vietnam knife mm-hmm. I, I don't, you probably never heard of these but they're like ah uh, they're like they're probably 12 inch long knife and they carry yeah. these in um Vietnam is why is why these ones are in particular are collectible but mm-hmm. anyways i found this one if for 450 bucks i bought it i thought it'd be worth like 1200 bucks right i mean which mm-hmm. is good that'd be great i was happy when i <laughs> won it but i kept trying to look it up and look it up look it up um and for like a year i couldn't find a knife exactly like mine so I was like, man, this thing might be a little, you know, more rare than I thought. So I ended up being like a super collectible early model and uh I ended up selling it for like twenty nine hundred bucks. So that's pretty cool. That's yeah, awesome. cause, yeah, because I thought <laughs> well, actually after all the eBay fees and crap, <laughs> the, <laughs> I, I got like it's it's sickening, like twenty three hundred bucks or twenty four. Yeah. Like it was crazy how much eBay took. That's about, crazy. I'm done selling. Honestly, I mean, I'm about done selling my high end stuff there. Yeah, like I get it. Yeah. Dang. Hey, I got an eBay story. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so we we talked. It's not mine. It's just something that I saw that I had to talk about today. Um, but since we're on the topic of eBay, down um, with eBay, dude. <laughs> I think you're going to be even more down on eBay after this mm. story because it's kind of right. bullshit. Yeah, so Tom, I believe so Tom Brady. Tom Brady retired, right? We talked about that last week. Uh, he, right. he he put out a uh, video of himself sitting on the beach, saying, "I'm finally done. I'm done for good." No, I uh, didn't see this. I I, I didn't know he, he did that. Yeah, that's how he, that's how he announced it. Um, Is he going to Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> well, the beach was in, I believe, it was in Miami, uh, but somewhere in Florida, right? Same same thing. I mean, so Thailand, yeah. Miami. Yeah. <laughs> so he. Uh, some guy on the internet was like doing forensic analysis on this video, figured out where it was from based on the angle and the buildings in the background and everything Jesus. and collected a jar of sand from the beach that he was sitting on. Oh, he listed so, it. He said, so listed cool it. <laughs> he listed it on eBay. Uh, 
for you know to to sell this jar of sand from Tom Brady's retirement speech. It got this up to so- it got up to almost a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a eBay. joke. And then Are you eBay serious? Took, eBay took it down because them bids aren't real, dude. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> Some of those weird items that sell for you know hundreds of thousands of dollars and like yeah. some crappy artwork i honestly feel like you know that's like hunter biden like spending his <laughs> china money on like st- like trying to wash <laughs> you know people trying to wash their dirty money somehow yeah. like and they just keep cha- they like stop swap crap back and forth to each other i i i have that I mean, you know i'm a big conspiracy theory guy but i really believe like the high end stupid items are like part of a you know money laundering money, money laundering scheme. I believe that. That's a that's yeah. a that's what I believe. Cause some of the stuff is so stupid, dude. <laughs> it is so stupid. Like, like some some collectibles, I get. Like I get it. I'm like, wow, yeah, that's cool. But some yeah. of the stuff is just like, really? But, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, I think here's my theory about eBay. eBay's going down um, because I think Facebook. Is gonna gonna yeah. take them over. They got their marketplace, which it, they just keep making it better and better. And they're doing like the online selling thing too. Mm-hmm. They take like I don't even know if they take any any cut. Maybe like three percent. That's how eBay used yeah. to be like reasonable. It's out of control, dude. Yeah, but whatever. I sold my knife on there <laughs> like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you I, gotta, I didn't really realize. Still, got, still made a, still made a hell of a profit. Yeah, I mean, I, you got to be greedy and you got to complain anytime you're <laughs> made. making some money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so you see any any Patriots this week? Yeah. Uh, before we jump into this week's Patriot, oh, sorry. Um, I have an update. I have an update on last week's conversation where you falsely accused me of making <laughs> Josh Sills the Patriot of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I went back and listened to that episode. <laughs> this is from uh, Labor Day weekend. Uh, we had uh, Cole on. Yeah. And my my Patriot of the Week was Anderson Silva, because that was when it was announced that he was going to fight Jake Paul. <laughs> but mm. this was this was before we had any structure in our show. So yeah. we, uh, we just kind of talked about topics as they came up. And since we were yeah. on the topic of sports, let's see who introduces this. Oh, are you playing it? Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? Um, I got another sports headline I saw that Josh <laughs> Sills of Meadowbrook made the yeah. 53 man roster. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. That's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. The local that's, guy. That's local guy. So there you uh, have it. <laughs> he was Craig's Patriot of the Week. <laughs> no, that wasn't my, was it my Patriot? <laughs> no, it was just, I just mentioned said, him. Yeah, you just mentioned him as a sports topic. And I brought it up of all Fair. things. I'm and sorry. you brought it up. I'm sorry, yeah. dude. That is defamation of my character. <laughs> oh, I you saw, do the you... background checks now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> Dang. Yep. Yeah. Hey, well, I had a good week and I had fun, uh, like blindsiding you with that last week. Yeah. <laughs> you had nothing to say. I had a great week I had, of see, laughing about that. <laughs> see, I go back and look at the facts. I get my facts straight before I just start spouting off information, misinformation. 
<laughs> so yeah, right now, right? Hey, it's more fun that way. Um, yeah. Did you see that Pat McAfee is getting sued by Brett Favre? Yeah, I did see and that. Along with I think Shannon Sharp and others. Uh, yeah, like slander, defamation. <laughs> did Brett you listen Favre. to that whole video? No, uh, I saw talking about. I saw it. McAfee talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Brett Favre is is out for uh, damages, uh, defaming <laughs> his character. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe if he maybe... says, did I call him a sticky finger bandit? Yes, I did. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> I wonder how many, if our podcast actually ever really takes off, I wonder how many lawsuits we're going to get struck with. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that we would have a few. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully, I mean, they, be... hopefully they give us the opportunity, uh, to, go back and apologize and you know scrub our content from that if uh like that's what that's what McAfee claims they did to him. He got an email from Brett Favre's lawyer saying uh, you know Delete take take down thing. any mention of Brett Favre from any of your pages and platforms and issue a public apology. Well, <laughs> well I wonder what the basis is of this lawsuit. I mean maybe apparently he must have won his part of the um you know, I don't know if he's ever under charges or not for this. Um, he like I don't, I don't think know. he was. I'll have to I'll have to go back and look into it more. I don't know. Yeah. I think he's just I'm pissed. Not, I'm not Brett sure. Favre I can't is really... just, he's just pissed. Yeah. Well, he probably needs some money to pay all of the <laughs> you know, to finish building that that volleyball stadium. So <laughs> Hey, you better watch <laughs> what you say, dude. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> dude, we're probably gonna get this is gonna be like a class action. <laughs> Brett Favre is suing everybody who has talked about him. You cannot talk about Brett Favre, dude. You that would that. actually that would be good for our brand, though. It would get us out there. Yeah, I'm actually that's, gonna do that. It's good. Anybody, ever, that's good. Everybody who talks about me is gonna be sued. <laughs> <laughs> is he, I'm. Like, I am scared now. Actually, I was gonna say something. Yeah. I was gonna say another joke, but dang, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say because everybody's public opinion of Brett Favre is so high anyway. Like, why is he so? <laughs> why does he even care? Like, who, I don't know. Who cares? Know. Yeah, people are not. You know, I know who always... doesn't. I know who doesn't care, and that's McAfee. He says, he says, that's kind contact of my contact my lawyers because I ain't got them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in court, and they takes a drink of his beer. <laughs> that's funny. Dude, he's got um pretty expensive deals so he can even talk about like the NFL and use their clips mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Gosh, he's paying him a crap ton of money just to you know how the he, NFL is. They're the most sue yeah, happy. He's backed by FanDuel. FanDuel's like built him a say. studio and everything. So uh, yeah, he has taken off. He is quite the media personality out of nowhere. So yeah, I mean I think you are better. Well, I appreciate that, but I don't think I have the energy that Pat does. That guy's a fucking ball of energy, man. He's he's entertaining. Hey, all right. So, anyways, right, back to back to the show. Right. Yeah. Um, oh. Patriot, Patriot of the week. Yeah, yeah. My Patriot of the week is Harry Miller. Um, he is a former Ohio State football player um, who was invited to the State of the Union. Uh, address this week 
as a guest of the first lady. Um, and <laughs> she, she invited him due to his work as a mental health advocate. Um, so if you don't know the story of Harry Miller, he, uh, Oh, I think it did. He was, he was a five-star offensive lineman coming out of high school. He signed with the Buckeyes. Uh, he played in a couple games, you know, as a backup, um, in, in 2019, he was a starter for all of 2020. Um, and then in 2021, he didn't really play a whole lot. It was kind of mysterious why he wasn't playing. Um, he was just injured the whole season. Um, yeah. and then at the end of the, at the end of the 2021 season, he retired. Um, yeah. Well, he- and he, and he retired and came out and said that, um, he's going to step away from the game and focus on, uh, his mental health. And he talked, uh, very candidly about his, uh, suicidal thoughts that he was having and how he, um, you know, he, he just wanted, wanted to commit suicide all the time. And it's crazy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, for him to come out and speak publicly and, you know, start these foundations and work toward that goal, um, you know, just, just hearing somebody who, I mean, this is a guy who has it all, right. He's, he's going to the NFL. Um, he's going to be here in a couple of years. He's going to be making millions of dollars to play football. And, um, he just, he, for him, for him to show that vulnerability, I think, uh, opened a lot of doors for people that maybe don't, yeah. they, they yeah. think that it, they think it's a sign of weakness. Um, right. So yeah, yeah he's done a good. lot of work. He's done a lot of work since. Uh, retiring and uh you know he's he's getting recognized so that's good uh, yeah yeah um i don't know let's like think a lot I, that that is pretty crazy you know i so he decided that you know football was making him that unhappy i don't know or may, maybe it wasn't maybe just having issues with yeah. that in general i i think so that's the way i took it i don't know that it was anything cuz he came out and said that um, you know, Ryan Day and and the the staff at OSU, um, they've been very supportive of him through this yeah. whole thing. Um, it's uh, it's and good that, to and that's get kind of, help. I mean, other than just continue. Um, yeah. if you're really that bad, I mean, if you're seriously considering hurting yourself, mm-hmm. uh, I, he, that is good to say something. Yeah, absolutely. To somebody, and then you know, obviously the Buckeye program will kind of wrap their arms around him and. Said, hey, yeah. buddy, you know, it's okay. It actually, you fix it, yourself. Yeah. It actually was the kind of the perfect place for him to be because that is, you know, every, every coach has their, um, you know, their message, their, their topic, their, uh, I don't know, struggling for, <laughs> for word, word soup here. Um, but yeah. they, they have their, their cause, their cause that they want to promote. Ryan Days is mental health. Um, it, it is suicide prevention because, uh, he's talked openly about how his father committed suicide when he was a kid. Um, Ryan days, father, did. Ryan days, father did. Yeah. So he, he, uh, has kind of built, you know, that's, that's something that he wants to work toward, um, improving mental health of really everybody. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that was really the best place for Harry Miller to be when he was going through all of that, to have that supportive head coach um and they can really work together to figure this out so that's a good um, that's that's a good topic um you know it's it's heavy but it is you know good for ryan day and uh 
gosh, uh, Harry. Harry um, Miller. You know, don't live. I think one of the, it's this is one of the takeaways from this is you got all the money in the world um, doesn't make you happy. And nope. if you're not living a life that you feel you're that is fulfilling and purposeful for you, I think I think you need to take take a step back and you know reevaluate, and that's fine. Get help, and then th when you're living the life you're supposed to be, you won't feel that way. So, yep. All right. Um, I got a Patriot of the Week update. Um, on uh the Michigan woman. Gosh, what was her name? <laughs> Diane. Diane. I'm awful. Um, she ended up ha starting. They started to GoFundMe. I think I mentioned that last week, but they've mm -hmm. actually raised enough money. Um, I think she's got a new car, so that's awesome. Uh, that community and the nation kind of heard about that story, yeah. and she doesn't have to walk to work anymore. So that's awesome. But now she has to pay, like. <laughs> God knows what car insurance. <laughs> That's the problem. So, so she she's the one that was walking to work and found the envelope of cash and yeah. returned it. Yeah. She is walking like 2.7 miles. I don't yeah. know if it was one way or I think it might have been. At least round trip. She was walking a good ways to work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So now she's got to pay car insurance on a brand new car. Well. <laughs> These rates are high, man. Right. Yep. First world problems, right? Right, right. Hey, all right. Um, my Patriot of the Week's coming out of it's kind of like a Super Bowl story, really. Um, it's two yeah. former Marines, and they, um, you know, they bought these guys. I mean, the news make might makes it sound like a Patriots, uh, Chiefs. Gosh, why did I say Patriots? <laughs> Eagles, Chiefs thing. But they, uh, these guys actually met in the military. But um, one guy, his name is uh, jo John Gladwell. He donated a kidney to um, his uh, Eagles buddy, Billy Welsh. And uh, now they're both, that was last year. And this story's kind of made the rounds that they're, you know, Eagles fan, Chiefs fan, and the NFL and, I don't know who exactly got wind of it, but they got the, those guys tickets. Um, they're heading to the Super Bowl. The, the one guy's got a new kidney, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and veteran. Yeah. I mean, they, you said they met. They were both Marines. They met in the military. Yeah, that's what it says. Yep. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. That's uh, I guess those guys have a lifelong bond now, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, gosh. Yeah, what a good guy. That's a great friend. Like, yeah, definitely. And yeah, so I think I don't know. Is it Roger Goodell? So is Roger Goodell my Patriot of the Week, or, or is it these guys? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know go. who gave him the tickets. All right. Well, what else we got? On to real talk. Oh, yeah, real talk. Um. We we were kind of talking about what we wanted to talk about for real talk, and mm -hmm. I think the word I forget what we we're kicking around, but you bring up the word sacrifice. sacrifice. Yeah, and I I kind of I said as soon as you said sacrifice, I said, I said, well, I don't like that word. <laughs> <laughs> right, but then uh, you know, then we got on a you know a little topic there, and I, I kind of wanted to talk about. Let's just let's just talk about that and 
I kind of said I don't like the word sacrifice. I like, I think life is really full of compromise. Yep. I wouldn't call it yeah. sacrifice, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, you're not always going to be, you don't, it isn't always about you. And I know it's easy to be that way. And a lot of people are, um, but that that's our topic for this week. It's a compromise for you. It's sacrifice, but what were your thoughts on this? Yeah. So, you know, it's like you said, it's so easy just to do what you want. Um, and it's really, it is hard to put aside what you want, um, in order for, uh, the betterment of the people around you. Right. Um, especially when it's something that you don't personally want. Um, (laughs) so I, I don't know, I guess I always think of these things in terms of my kids, my wife, my family. Right. And I guess at the end of the day, their needs come first. Um, and I think, I think that's kind of, um, as a father that, that is kind of your number one goal is you get all of their needs taken care of, make sure every, all of them are okay and happy. And then you Mm -hmm. can get, then you can get to you. Right. Um, Yeah. You know, my, my stuff comes last. Um, at least it should. Um, (laughs) I don't think so necessarily. You don't think so? Last, not last, but I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think for, um, at least for my kids, yeah. their stuff come their stuff comes <laughs> first my wife can take care of herself so maybe sometimes you know i put my needs ahead of hers uh, but, <laughs> uh, yeah i get it i i agree with what you're saying but like i said i don't want i'm not saying everybody deserves easy street either i think you need to provide as much as you can but you also gotta like we were talking about earlier you gotta keep your if you're not on top of your game and you're not meeting, you know, some of your needs too, you know, you're not really going to be, um, maybe mentally in the best spot if you're, yeah, if, that's if, true. If, if it fills you up, you know, I mean, being a good dad and helping your yeah. kids out and your wife, I mean, that, that is something to be very proud of. Don't get yeah, me wrong. And, and that's, as, something, um, that's yeah. something that, that makes me feel good is yeah. seeing, seeing them happy and taken care yeah, of. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, for me, that is, that is the, the joy of being a dad. And that's kind of how I've built my life is that is, that's what I love best is being a dad. So, well, uh, Hey, you've built a, you've built a <laughs> damn, you built yourself a damn good life. Um, so yep. it's, it's, that's a great thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm maybe like talking about this in terms of people, maybe not at, um, you know, your high stage in life and have a good <laughs> wife and awesome kids. But yeah. I think a lot of people when you're single and you're looking for the right one, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are really these single people <laughs> are really, <laughs> they don't have anybody else to worry about. So they are self-centered, right? They don't have yep. kids. They don't That's have true. a wife, um, you know, but they want this perfect human to enter their life but that's never gonna happen i hate no, to tell nobody, you <laughs> nobody's perfect and some and people, i guess yeah this kind of, this is kind of another topic but if you're waiting on a perfect person to come 
<laughs> you have to you have to be the perfect person that you want to come right yeah um, and if you're if you're not willing to be the perfect person then stop waiting on the perfect person so. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the compromise things come in like you're gonna fit, find something wrong with everybody there is no perfect person um right. it's kind of like shopping for a house uh maybe if you yeah. well well i bought my house with jess was my fiance at the time but that's a really i mean marriage is compromise i guess uh, and a, a successful well, relationship right. yes and if you're not willing to compromise in your home life like you know your needs do not come first all the time there's not going to be a perfect wife to find there's not going to be a perfect girl and for you then you know nothing's perfect life is a series of small compromises and that's just how it is uh yeah. you're if you're waiting on uh, this is the relationship side of things but <laughs> it should it should be easy love is easy especially in the beginning yeah. uh i'm not saying if you got to compromise all the time, you need to be happy too. But, yeah. um, well, as far as relationships go, it's, it's really about what you can, it sounds bad. What can you tolerate? Right. Cause nobody's perfect. And if, if you're, if you're okay with, you know, maybe they're, yeah. uh, bad with their money or maybe they're, uh, <laughs> they, they don't, uh, yeah. they don't have the same interests as you or, you know, if you find that balance, um, it's much easier, I guess, to make the, make the relationship work. If you are tolerant of their imperfections, if you accept right. their imperfections and yeah. eventually you, eventually and you, and you, you learn, yeah. you learn, you learn to love those imperfections. Right. And you both got to try and you, you know, I would, my, my wife is a great lady, so I <laughs> yeah. prefer to be, be with somebody who wants to get better too, accept them for yep. their flaws. And you got to yep. work on yours. She's got to work on your or hers. And you know that yep. you don't want somebody who's complacent in life either. But I was going to talk about like I kind of thought compromises like shopping for a house in particular. Mm -hmm. um, right. That's a good analogy for this this real talk. Like when you're shopping around for a house, you're going to find something wrong with every house. Every house. You know, there could be the perfect house, but it's got you know it's not in the right the perfect spot and it you know you're looking 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 and um you're not gonna find it you know especially the way today's market is i, I don't know about mm -hmm. our listeners but around here the perfect house is not coming for you no, I mean, unless you not. build it but you're always gonna find something wrong with it like you know it, one's you know gonna be the perfect place but it's not yeah. so nice needs all these um restorations and the other ones you know there's an endless you, it's a compromise you're gonna have to and, compromise. <laughs> and i actually really like this analogy it's it's a very good one because uh you know you'll see when you do your initial walkthrough to look at the house and see if you want to buy it you'll see certain things that <laughs> okay that's not the way i like it but i can live with that i can find a workaround and make it work um but then when you actually buy the house and you move in, you find so much more shit that's wrong with it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like uh, a never ending barrage of things that you have to fix. And you spend your entire <laughs> life trying to make it work and, and make it a little bit better. That's such uh, a good analogy. Oh gosh. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. 
I had to put my foot down in my first house because there's a lot of stuff my wife wanted to do, and I did some of it, but uh, she had to compromise in the end because there there became a point where I'm like, hey, this is not a good ROI. Like, I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to redo this bathroom because we're selling this place. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> yeah. And then we, yeah, I, we're I, in a good place was, now, uh, but. I was putting some shelves in the uh, baby's bedroom last night in the closet in the baby's bedroom. <laughs> the life of dad there. And yeah. It, yeah. And <laughs> like the trim that goes around the floor around the wall, mm-hmm. they did such a bad job. <laughs> like they did so bad. Yeah. I just, I just ripped it out. <laughs> I just took it out of the closet <laughs> because of how bad it looked. That's <laughs> I'm, funny. Like, I'm like, if you want me to put this back in the closet, I will, but this is, it just looks ridiculous. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we're just finding, <laughs> finding little things like they did. You can tell that they spent a lot of money and a lot of time, uh, remodeling the place that we bought. We bought it last year. Um, yeah. and you can tell that they spent a lot of time and money, um, <laughs> fixing things up and making it look nice. And it does look nice. Um, but when you, when you really look in the corners and when you, uh, you know, get yeah. the closets and stuff like that and you start looking around. Yeah. When you, they, when you did the list, you can, tell that, you can, you can tell that they did it themselves. Oh yeah. <laughs> so in my first house, um, it was a decent house, but it wasn't everything I wanted. Once again, I, I missed out on like five houses, just like everybody else. And, um, like offer 20,000 over asking price on this one I really wanted and I didn't yeah. get it which was really made me mad so I ended up compromising and picking a place that I know I knew I didn't want to stay but I knew it was going to retain its value was most important mm-hmm. to me and I knew it would work and we ended up having our first two kids there mm-hmm. and I didn't love it I I actually really hated that house <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I you know, as a man, you know, sometimes that's the kind of stuff you got to do because you can't just now when you if when you're compromising, I mean, you can't compromise your financial integrity. I mean, right. so I picked that place and it, it was in this little subdivision. I didn't like it. Didn't really like the lay, the lot laid this and that. But that was really at the end of the day, you know, what I decided. But gosh, I mean, I remember <laughs> one of the things about being a newlywed and moving into a place like there's a lot of compromising going on when it comes to what to do to the house (laughs) oh yeah and um you know you got to give a little um but i don't know about everything you know (laughs) (laughs) i remember um when we first moved in uh girls really like to paint they like really love to change the color right um so i was painting the entire house and I mean, I got really tired of it. Like I did the, I did half of it. And it was a decent sized place, but the, what really killed me was it had all oak trim and, mm-hmm. and cabinets and stuff everywhere. And she wanted it white. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I'm not, you know, ripping all this out. I'll paint it. Three coats later, laying on the ground over the freaking entire, <laughs> entire house, <laughs> dude. I'd probably just, I don't even know. I don't want to ever do that again. <laughs> that took me forever. 
but yeah. <laughs> <sighs> painters are expensive it but they sure as heck don't want to lay on the ground and paint trim mm -hmm. yeah. um so dang i ended up like not finishing the last the main entrance I don't know if you remember my old house. Mm -hmm. I ended up painting the rest of the entire house, but I th I think that part I was like, I ain't doing this anymore. Paid a dude. <laughs> Good painters are hard to find though. Yeah, I I found one eventually, but first one I tried to hire, I, I ended up like not letting him come back. He like left my house, my garage door open when he left, and the doors were unlocked. It was crazy. Um, I'm surprised Clayton didn't have a solution for you there. Yeah. That seems like something that he he would be able to uh, knock out for you pretty quickly somehow. Dude, Clayton's done a lot of work on his house. Um, yeah, he's. I think he's in the compromise stage of his relationship. <laughs> so yeah. he's a yeah. He knocked the whole wall out. He's yep. figuring it out. That's kind of what Clayton does. But she's not. Yeah. They're not moved in together yet. So <laughs> he's. It has to be acceptable before he, she'll move in. <laughs> yes, it has to be ready. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He just knocked that whole wall out. Then he had to rip up. He had a wood floor underneath, so there's a gap in his wood. And then he yeah. had to fix that hole. So I think, you know, he, like, ended up ripping up a bunch of wood and, like, extending it. He made this kitchen. He, like, opened up the kitchen to the living room. To There's a wall in between there, and he mm -hmm. ripped it all out, which is pretty good length. There's, like, sure. 20 foot of wall. Anyways, oh, then he had a big, then he had a big long gap where the wall was, and it broke the wood. Right, uh, yeah. there's an old hardwood floor there, so he ended up having to rip up. Like he didn't want to redo the entire floor on the main space. He wanted to leave that wood floor, right? Which I told him, mm -hmm. dude, just just redo it all. Like <laughs> he's like he dug his heels, and he's like no. So he ended up. I think he's tiling the kitchen, but he ended up making the the kitchen part bigger. So he could generate enough wood to fill in those gaps. But then he ended up ripping up that like so much wood to make it look right. Cause you can't just put, you know, a square yeah. line of wood in the floor. <laughs> he put it so much. I don't think he'd do it again, but oh my gosh. Anyways, <laughs> we're we're a little off talk of it, but um I life is compromised, guys. You know, if you're waiting on perfect, you're not gonna get it. I mean, yep. like you said earlier, I really like that. You know, you got to fix yourself before you attract what you want. And really, I think that's the key to everything yeah. there. Um, Definitely. Anything else, dude? I mean, I got on a couple tangents there about <laughs> the housing. No, I, I, really like, I really did like the, the metaphor of, uh, you know, being in a relationship is like buying a house. It really, it really is. It fits. <laughs> it is. Yeah. yeah. So think, gonna... so think about it like that. <laughs> All right. Um, what are we on now? Current events. Current Let's events. See my, my current events section. I have written down nothing. All right. Nothing. I got a couple. I have a couple topics. Um, <laughs> I've I've heard. I've seen the, some things. It's kind of doom and gloom, but we'll uh, we'll know. get through it. I've like um, been pre I've been preserving my happiness the last couple weeks, <laughs> yeah. not paying attention to anything. And I, Lucky you. Know you. What? I really These are big issues, though. Yeah, we got, well, some, really we got some big stuff going. On. You want to know what my big issue is? I need more money, so that's been my issue. I've been working on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it takes. I money, saw. Right? 
I saw some things. All right. What you got? I saw the big earthquake. Big earthquake. Looked- we'll start. We'll start there. A seven point eight magnitude earthquake. That's big. Right on. Right near the border between Turkey and Syria. Twenty nine thousand people have died. Dang. And wow, there are, what a disaster. There are, and that's going to continue to climb um, because they're still trying to rescue people. Um, there's still people that are like stuck, stuck under the the rubble and everything. Um, and then to top it off, they got hit with a big winter storm right after that. So the temperature temperatures plummeted, snowed, and everything, which of course slowed down the rescue it's, efforts. It and snowed too. I think so. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. That's crazy. Um, just absolutely devastating. Twenty nine thousand people. That's so sad. It is. Uh, I saw some videos. They were crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw. I mean, if anybody hasn't seen this you might want to look this up there's all i mean there's just people in this city i mean i don't know how many cities this happened in apparently a few and it only mm-hmm. takes one big city for the on the numbers to add up but buildings yeah. were just crumbling mm-hmm. like random it looked like the earthquake came and hit and then people were like walking out in the streets and filming each other what they had their phones out like always but then there'd <laughs> just be like a building randomly fall down yeah. Like in one guy's video, there's one building fell down, he's filming, and then he like flips his front over and there's another one falling and gosh, bad. Complete yeah. disaster. Yeah. Very the sad. Other, the other thing that sucks about all these cleanups and stuff, a lot of the workers in these old buildings get sick and die of like they're like get exposed to all these weird materials mm. with the dust. They're so dry too. And I think a lot of people from the like all the equipment operators that helped during the World Trade Center cleanup, they're yeah. I think like literally like ninety nine percent of them are dead right now. That's crazy. Like that that it's... that rubble was really bad. Yeah, that's it. And you really got to wear, you know, special masks and stuff when you're cleaning up stuff. Especially, like yeah, especially if the buildings are old. Um, you know, they've they're using like old materials like asbestos and stuff. Uh, yeah, that, that like you're not even allowed to build with anymore. So, I mean, that was so commonplace generations really, uh, ago at when these mm-hmm. buildings were built. So it's really uncomfortable to wear, you know, that respiratory stuff. And then guys get in these excavators and they're in the cab and, you know, they sell, they think they're fine, but mm-hmm. it still gets in there, especially if you're doing sure. it for a while. Yeah. So that's, that's awful. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, another, rough story uh kind of along the same lines in terms of uh, hazardous cleanup east palestine ohio uh had a derailment uh, i saw there that was, there was 50 cars of this train uh came off the tracks uh flipped over they uh, a lot of them were carrying hazardous chemicals they started some fires um the fires are still burning you know days later um which caused some concerns about uh, the integrity of the tankers that were ha- uh, hauling more hazardous material. So Dang. the residents of the town were forced to evacuate for three days. Um, so they are back now, but and there's some, like you mentioned, there's some real concern there that this hazardous material is still in the area. It's not completely cleaned up yet. 
Yeah. Um, and you know, you have the same concerns, you know, long-term health concerns of not only the people cleaning it up, uh, the emergency response teams, but also just the citizens, you know, people that live down the street from this stuff. How long is that stuff going to be there? And how long is it going to, uh, cause these, um, hazardous conditions? It's, yeah, it says, very, um, sca- it's very scary. 14 of the train cars were carrying vinyl chloride. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know it's all on fire i mean i think it's i don't know if it's out by is it still burning uh it was last i saw it but that's been a couple of days yeah but vinyl chloride i don't know yeah it's hard to tell like who knows what the heck <laughs> that's gonna do that's crazy <laughs> yeah not good not wasn't there another all. train derailment in our town like what was going on not too long ago. Yeah. I thought there was. I'm not sure. This one's maybe it's the same one I'm thinking of, but some guys were sending me pictures of it and stuff. Of, I don't know. It might be the yeah. same. Derailments are a big deal because you got that, you have all that weight moving and all of a sudden it's uncontrolled. Um, so, yeah. Not being able to control that load is a is a big deal especially when it's even when it's not hauling something um hazardous you know if it was just scrap metal or something it's not as big of a deal but it's still a big deal Um, trains are amazing um how much they can haul i'm always amazed Mm. you know that they're like the undefeated heavyweight champion of (laughs) big cargo really It's crazy because yeah. the that system's so old and yeah yeah so th- so this town is uh, just outside of Youngstown. It's like twenty miles south of Youngstown. Yeah, um, so very small town, a little village. Um, Probably yeah. along the along the Ohio River, I figure. Right, th- yep. It's like right there on the border. So yeah, yep. Kind of scary, but um, you know, thoughts It'll and prayers with. With East Palestine and with Turkey and Syria, I think it. Um, yeah, I think it's gotten to their a lot of creeks and water too. They're, yeah, it's. Yeah, what can you do? I mean, what <laughs> you can have you to do? move that that whole town. You have to move <laughs> out of there, man. I, I don't know. It's very unfortunate. I mean, I would, but they now <laughs> they can't sell their homes now, dude. Like, yeah, no buy them. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, a lot of people probably don't have the means to just up and move without selling their house even even to evacuate for a few days they're not going to have any of that i don't think I don't real know. estate i don't think the real estate market's going to be doing too good over there that sucks the that insurance company is going to come in and they're going to uh buy all the houses in town and then they're going to sell out the land to some big corporation that's going to uh put a plant there and just make way more hazardous material <laughs> I don't know. Well, I I feel bad for everybody who lives in East Palestine. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I'm sorry that that happened in you guys' town. Honestly, yeah. And uh, we're praying for you guys that it it's resolved and it gets cleaned up by with the the way it's. An, I mean, at least it's national news. But you yeah. know, like the Flint, the Flint, Michigan water thing. Like, you know, people kind of just. They care about for a second, and then they yeah. move on. Yep. <laughs> Moves on and next flash headline. Yeah, next. So, 
they might have a fight ahead of them to get everything cleaned up right. But I'm sure, I mean, Ohio and Pennsylvania, those are two really good environmentally conscious states. The, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, the things have really changed a lot. Um, yeah. So, so it, it will get cleaned up. All right. Um, what else did you see? I, I saw there's more like spy balloons and everything else uh, flying around. Yeah. Guess we shot yeah. like two more down. I, I saw that, but we well we shot one down uh, off the coast of Alaska. Yeah, and, Can and Canada shot one <laughs> down in northern Canada. Um, no way. So I I don't know. Canada shot something down. Yeah, how about that? Eh? Hey, I, <laughs> hey, that's crazy. Hey, eh? I can't <laughs> oh, believe <sorry>. that. <laughs> sorry about your balloon. <laughs> uh, you know it's yeah. bad when Canada's shooting them down. Yeah. So they said this one was much smaller. It was like instead of the size of three buses, it was the size of a car. So not sure if it's the same thing or even related at all, but it probably is. Who knows? So they are, yeah. they're still um, trying to reclaim all of the pieces of the one in South Carolina and the one in uh, Alaska trying to get all the yeah. pieces and uh you know get those studied um they did say that the i saw that the one in south carolina that they shot down that we talked about last week it was carrying um equipment that was capable of i guess picking up signals and hearing communication really like intercepting calm stuff that's that's the way i i interpreted what i read um yeah it makes sense. I think yeah that was the fear that and was i the saw fear. yeah it, so there is a it was a spy balloon by it all means sure, it sure sounds like it yeah yeah, yeah. well it uh, already done flew it made its way across the entire country before <laughs> it got shot down anyway. <laughs> right well the chinese are pissed they want the pieces back oh yeah i bet they it do says, <laughs> they say it was a complete overreaction and uh they want the pieces back they want they want their they want their yeah their equipment You're, back oh yeah fuck it oh sorry <laughs> oh, sorry screw them <laughs> yeah yeah that mm -hmm. yeah of course they want it back old joe will probably give it right back to him sorry Maybe. guys no i I'm glad he I'm glad he shot it down. It about made its way all the way back to China unscathed. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It yeah, was about out of our <laughs> <laughs> it about escaped. Yep. Um yeah. Like I mean, we we'll hear about what it was actually in there about twenty years from now. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I don't think I don't see us ever coming in their real conflict with china I mean, why would the chinese be motivated to fight us yeah but i mean like what was there what would be their end game i mean they're like a you know how they are a long game they're they use political and technological social warfare this that's the modern game you right. know it, it's modern war won't really be fought with is so much boots on the ground, you know. We got yeah, tanks and planes. It'll and, be and, and spy balloons. And, <laughs> no, the right. the uh, 
the like UAVs, those drones. I mean, they're they're incredible, crazy. Yeah. I mean, modern warfare is just with a two modern countries like mm-hmm. US and China going at it would be scary. Like we're not yeah. talking, you know. We're well, we have that we have that going on warfare and missile. Yeah. We have that going on with China. We have it going on with Russia. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, our our country is not exactly getting along with itself right now. <laughs> yeah. So we're kind of we kind of got a civil war, a proxy war, and an actual war all coming to a head at the same time, which is not not great. That'll be all right. Uh, we just got to keep shooting down uh, these damn balloons. Tired of them. Yeah. And Canada is too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, did you see anything else current? That's really the main things I saw. Yeah, that's all I um, had. All right. What the crap did you see <laughs> this week? What the crap? What the segment? crap? We need like <laughs> sound effects. <laughs> you no. Know, I I, I yeah. did. W- yeah, I did like want to try to find like an intro music too, but I don't yeah. know. It's kind of corny too. Everything's pretty corny, you know. <laughs> yeah. All right. What'd you see on your what the crap? So I have quite a few topics that, from the sports world that are what the crap worthy. Um. So I'll I'll talk about all those in sports. Okay. Um, yeah. But but um we've got a Russian woman um, who has been, she's wanted by Interpol because she killed her neighbor in Russia and then fled the country. So she has international police looking for her. um, And she made her way to New York city. Cause why, where else would you go? How Ah, beats me? Uh, Anyway, she's, uh, she's getting her, (laughs) She makes an appointment to get her eyelashes done um, at a beauty salon. And she's apparently been there a few times before. Um, she knows the the stylist. Um, That's crazy. <laughs> so she she brings in three pieces of cheesecake to her eyelashes appointment. And she mm-hmm. eats a couple of them during the appointment and then gives the third one to um, the stylist. Yes, that's odd. The stylist was found in a coma, and the cheesecake that she didn't quite finish eating um, contained quite a bit of sedatives. Wanted to knock her out and poison her um, so that she could steal her identity, her passport, and uh, all of her uh, legal documents, I guess, credentials, um, and (laughs) start a new life as the stylist. The woman, did the stylist survive? Yes, she did survive. Um, they wow. got her in, in time. Um, so she just she was convicted this week and she's now facing 25 years in prison. That is crazy, dude. <laughs> that <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. That is crazy. Yeah, I wonder how who stopped who stopped this. I I have Somebody no idea. must have came like what? The they must heck? have found they must have found the stylist in a coma and called the police. I don't know. That's wild. 
We got it's one wild. more comes out. We got to like bring that well, she's one been, up again. She's been convicted. Um, oh, she's been convicted. Last week. Yep. Can you imagine being on that jury, like listening to all this? Like you're <laughs> in on jury duty. Like what in the hell? Why? <laughs> How did she even get here? She or she maybe uh -oh. fled before they figured it out. You know, gosh. I guess. So there's some crazy people in this country, I tell you. Yeah, in the world yeah. in general. No, in this country. <laughs> yeah, you better watch out. Yeah. I, I saw these people walked up to me at the gas station. Yeah, I mean, I have lots of interactions with crazy people. <laughs> but And then I'm always like, <laughs> Jess gets mad at me. Like My dad grew up. I think I might have mentioned this before, but he's always picking up hitchhikers. <laughs> always picking up hitchhikers. And I would just have to sit there with them. <laughs> and I was like, you know, as a kid, I was like, what in the hell are we doing? <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know where my dad lives. Mm -hmm. um, there's always crazy people walking down the road. Yep. I mean, I got a lot of stories about Which that. is, it's not, not exactly a back road. It's kind of a busy road. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. It is. It's right by the interstate. Um, yeah. But gosh, I remember one time, see, we sold my house and um, we moved in with my dad for a second, me, Jess, and the two kids. Um, I think I was out working on my truck um, at night. It was getting late. I heard uh, some people like along the road, like, arguing i think they're screaming at each other or something right mm -hmm. um and i had my wife and two kids in the car and what i wanted to do was go to sleep okay and i wanted them to leave so this was my mm -hmm. goal walking up to these people i could see they were arguing and yelling i could see the hood up on their car there the guy was trying to work on his car mm -hmm. um so i walked up to him and uh <laughs> the guy seemed normal I mean, he, I, the guy was out of the car working on the car. I could see that. So I walked over and asked him if he needed any help. And uh, he looked a little tweaked up, right? So then, whatever. Your average normal <laughs> kind of sped up looking guy. Well, you know, next thing I know, I hear someone in the back go, that's <laughs> like freaking out. It's this woman and she's methed out of her mind in the back seat. <laughs> crazier than hell screaming like gosh i i if i if this was a lot more recent <laughs> i'd remember the exact noise she made but it was like really scary it was like a damn banshee yeah. and then she but she got out of the car and she was like talking to me this this woman i don't even know what drug it possibly was i'm guessing meth crystal meth yeah. or something but she was like she talked to me for a couple of seconds and she go ah! like it was wild <laughs> and i was like take a step back but his problem was he had a bad um he had a bad like alternator and his battery was mm -hmm. dying and he just needed yeah. to, to get his truck started again. Yeah. So I brought a jump box over and got him started. And then one he started the woman started walking down the road and he said, Dude, I'm leaving her here. I'm leaving her. She's crazy, you know, blah blah blah. Cause he's like <laughs> trying to confide in me, like, yeah, she's on drugs. I'm like, Yeah, I know, like crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Cause you are too, and you gave it to her, you just gave her too much. He's like, dude, I'm leaving her here. She's acting crazy. Blah blah blah. Cause she was, like I said, acting crazy. Yeah. And like, dude, I said, 
look, I don't care what you do, but you are not leaving her here. I said that because my whole goal was to get them out of there. I, yeah. and, they, and I was a little nervous. I had my gun on me. I mean, so that helps, but yeah, you always got to watch the hands in the pockets and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, she started walking down the road by my house and the guy's like, Hey dude, I'm leaving her here. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you are not leaving her here. Cause you know how people are. If you help them out a little bit, they'll come right back. Like they'll show yeah. my help next again. But anyways, crazy people everywhere. Watch out. Um, my what the oh, do you have another what what the crap? No. Nope. Okay. My what the crap is a California man. Um he won a DUI case with a unique defense. Okay. Um, he pled not guilty to driving under the influence like every man man who's driving drunk does <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but he claims his actions were justified and he won the case okay uh, I should I say his name <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it um yeah. he was he was California man he was caught cheating on his w- wife and he was confronted by the two angry women and he claims that the defense attorneys argued that he was driving under the influence as an act of necessity, and thus this and apparently under this I don't know if it's California state law. He's acting out of necessity for his immediate you know danger defending himself, <laughs> and this was justified under law. You're allowed to do he, this. He had to as long, remove so long himself as, from the situation. So long as a greater danger um to anyone else you know is not um what's it say here's the wording here okay let me see according to the DA's office whenever a trial judge allows a necessity defense the defendant must prove that they acted in an emergency to prevent bodily harm to themselves or others this their driving did not create a great danger to anyone a danger greater than the one avoided and that they have no no other choice but to drive under the influence that is the da wording so nice if you if you ever <laughs> on the hook <laughs> for a dui i mean you just use that one i mean yeah, maybe <laughs> it's worth a shot <laughs> every d every d dui lawyer is going to use that defense from now on what a <laughs> Well, my mistress had a baseball bat, but my wife had a knife, <laughs> so I had to get well, the hell out of there. Yeah, well, don't tell my <laughs> wife about this, but uh, I was I was cheating on her with two other girls, and they were real mad at each other, and I had to leave, man. <laughs> that works every time in California. Does that be your wife for it to count? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Oh, I think no. I think it just has to be that they they were mad and they were going to kick his ass. They just have to be angry. Oh, cause yeah, him two, two angry women. And then cause you're... him bodily harm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it. I think he won. I mean, that's what it said. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I got another one, but it's not that good. Should I say it? It's all Go right. Go for it. Quick hitter. Um, McDonald's 
removes a tasteless billboard in a uh, what town is this? Uh, where's the town? Penmont Crematorium, wherever that is. It's in the it's in the United States somewhere. Uh, McDonald's had a tasteless billboard that they put up right next to the crematorium, um, advertising the McCrispy Burger. And everybody says they did that on purpose, <laughs> and they didn't like it, so they they threw a fit and they took it down. Granted, <laughs> I haven't ever seen a McCrispy billboard anywhere, so no, it's yeah, yeah. it's kind right of funny. Beside. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> well done, McDonald's. <laughs> Gosh, what's it say? No worse than our local local counselor entertained the idea of allowing a crematorium to be. It was also the crematorium built was built next door to a retirement village. <laughs> this is messed up. That's just efficiency, I guess. Yeah. Maybe yeah. this is satire. <laughs> Maybe this is satire. <laughs> Did you get onioned? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it wasn't very good. I didn't look at it very long. That might have been satire. Anyway. That's why the town didn't make sense. (laughs) Hey. There you go. They got you. It was my backup. All right. The first one was good. The first first one was good. No way that was satire. (laughs) No, the first one's real. Yep. Allegedly. All right. Um, What do you got? Am I up? All right. Uh, oh, sports, sports, sports. Sorry. Yeah. I was jumping ahead. We, uh, I got a number of topics for sports. Like I said, a lot of them are what the crap worthy. Um, this one, I thought you might have some takes on. Um, oh boy. Kyle Bush, are you a big NASCAR fan? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. okay. Kyle <laughs> Bush, he's, an, he's a NASCAR driver. Um, he went on vacation, he went to Cancun. And while he was mm-hmm. flying back from Cancun, they found a gun in his luggage. Um, yeah, you which can't do. Can't do that. Not not tell anybody. <laughs> right. Especially so in his carry on or his luggage. Like, I think it, I'm not sure. It might have been in his carry on. Um, <laughs> but God. he, uh, of course, he was arrested. Um, he's now been sentenced to three and a half years in Mexican prison, which I'm sure that his Lawyers are going to work something out there. Um, but he claims he didn't know the rules and he forgot that he had the gun because back home he can he can carry it. You know, he's licensed uh-huh. to carry it however he wants. Um, so he forgot what that he idiot. had it. You can't do that when you go to Mexico. They have different laws. You can't uh, do that anywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure it'll be okay. I think he's got enough money. Yeah, so we'll follow <laughs> up and see. That'd be crazy if he actually had to serve three years in prison in Mexico. That would not go well. They could hook him up with uh, El Chapo's son. Uh, speaking of that, is he <laughs> is he out? I have they no still idea. got him. I no I, I wanted to do an update on that. I I saw. I think he's out. Yeah, I don't know. Heck, I don't know. Dude, they like you said. They were like cart at cartel war down there yeah. it's pretty bad yeah we'll have to see if we have if we can find an update 
No, I'm not a big NASCAR guy. I mean, I I think it's um I've never been to a race. I mean, I would like to go to one. See, yeah, my, I think it'd, it'd be fun. See, here's the thing. My dad took us down to Daytona every year yeah. during Daytona 500 week. He had a timeshare. Yeah. Um, and actually, I think you went down there with us before back yep. in the day. So yep. every week, every year we go to the same place in Daytona Beach, <laughs> busy as hell, Daytona, all the NASCAR fans are down there every year. Uh, we never went to the race. That <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. always, I went and watched uh, The only thing we did one year is I went and watched the time trials. Talk about yeah. boring. Yeah. Like, like, dude, cool dad. <laughs> <laughs> it was all oh, right, but we sat there forever. Just like one car going around by itself. Like, yeah. Uh, it'd, be it'd, fun be go, fun. it'd be fun to go to a NASCAR race. I'd like to go to yeah. the Indy 500 sometime. But um, I, I I can't watch it on TV. Like yeah, yeah. No, I can't. No. I, uh, I, it, dirt track's cool. Yeah. All um, right. What else? I we have a Georgia memorabilia dealer. Um, they are selling, of course, with the new NIL. Uh, college players are allowed to sell autographs, make mm. money off of it. I need to do that. And. And Javon Bullard, who is the uh, Georgia safety that uh, had that hit on Marvin Harrison Jr. in the uh, college football playoff game against Ohio State, uh, he is signing pictures of that hit with Marvin Harrison Jr. laying on the ground and him, you know, <laughs> still in the air over top of him um, wow. with the inscription, night, night. <laughs> What a scumbag! God, what a what a what a complete piece of crap! Why? It's kind of funny. <laughs> That's not funny at all. Was that you? You think that was a legal hit? It was clearly an illegal hit. Oh, he needs sued then. And and Marvin Harrison Jr. left the game with a, con a concussion. And you think, you think yeah. concussions are funny? Is that what we're saying? I guess. I don't know. Um, actually, Marvin Harrison Jr. should sue him for using his likeness and hey, profiting off of it. That's not, it? A bad, not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. I don't think old Marv's <laughs> going to need the money, though. He's uh, He is well on his way to being a very, very rich man. Yeah. So. If he doesn't get his bell rung too many times. Yeah, well. Go full if AB people, on. You go full AB. People would uh, play by the rules. He wouldn't have to worry about that. Eh, it's still a risk. It just happens yeah. sometimes too. Yeah, it's hard to play the game at full speed and it not accidentally happen sometimes. Did I? I mean, I don't think anybody wants to, means to do it, but just like know. that play, it, it sure seems like he mean means to do it. And love the fact that he did it if he's selling those pictures with that autograph. <laughs> right. It's just like that play with the Bengals. Was that last weekend? I don't even know uh, anymore. Two weeks. weeks. I'm yeah. still, still living in it, relishing in the yeah. could have been. But when uh, that big 15 yard penalty at the end of the game, end of the game yeah. when the big D lineman was barreling towards uh patrick mahomes who's yeah shifty and fast as hell do yeah. you really think i mean he barely touched him 
He the problem like is that he extended his he extended his arms. He pushed him. Dude, if he guy, if he just if he just runs into him, they they may not even throw that flag. They really ask a lot of these guys. Yeah. Like, yeah. do you really think this guy who's running as fast as he possibly can, Super Bowl on the line, trying to get trying to get he's trying to get Patrick Mahomes out of bounds or whatever. Right. That's what he's trying to do. You really yeah. think, and he's lunging to just to touch him. You really think he knows exactly where his feet are, where Patrick's feet are. I mind you, he probably barely yeah. knows where his own are. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And that penalty was bullcrap. Uh, <laughs> I hate that was some pansy yeah. ass football. It was a clear penalty. <laughs> I don't. I no. It, he had both feet stupid. out of bounds. <laughs> he had both feet out I, of bounds, <laughs> dude. It's a big ass. That that guy was. Going all out, just trying to. Yep. You really think he? The the problem is that he didn't he didn't make any attempt to I miss think... him after he was out of bounds, and oh, he they extended call it, his what's arms. What's the penalty? A late hit? Yes. He t- he touched him. He pushed him. It's a late a, a bad out of bounds penalty is a late hit can actually be a hit. Like well, that's he, not a hit he, to me. He but he pushed him. He touched him. He pushed him. He, he extended him. the arms. He pushed him. Yeah, hit him. Uh, if it, uh, yes, that was enough. <laughs> the intent was there. He he was trying to to he force did. He thought. Do you think he he thought he was inbound still? I anyway, whatever his excuse is, he he broke the rules. Then I that's penalty. Bad. Yeah. The, hey, <laughs> hey, it's pansy. Yeah. Late hits. Yeah. That one was bad. That was a tough one. All right, anyways. All right, next topic. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, back on Pat McAfee. Um, he goes on Pat McAfee's show, and mm-hmm. Pat asks him What's if he? he is if he's going to retire. Yeah. And Rodgers says that he is uh, – he's going to take a retreat, a darkness retreat, um, mm. and he's going to contemplate and make make the decision that he feels is best. Yeah. So they asked him, what is, what is this darkness retreat? And he said, basically, I you sit in a room, a dark room, complete darkness for four days. You don't come out for four days, four nights. They have a little slot that they give you food through. Holy You're in crap. There by, by yourself, complete darkness for four days. He says it stimulates DMT production uh, in your brain, which... Causes you to hallucinate. What um, crap? And that is how he is going to make a decision on whether he plays in the NFL next year. <laughs> That's some Shion Monk shit, dude. Yeah. That's... He's, he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like he's just actually going to do DMT. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he's been... He's, he did the same thing last year. He went on this retreat. Did he? He did, he's um, already done it, apparently. Well, it wasn't a darkness thing. He like went out in the jungle and did drugs or something. But <laughs> at least that's the story. I hope um, he. Yeah, I I can see that. So, <laughs> yeah. So he. Uh, I don't know. He's just wow. kind of out there. He's he is very into conspiracy theories, um, and he's very. Uh, I don't know, out of this world at times. Hell of a quarterback, but he's kind of off the reservation as far as uh, 
some um, of his some of the shit he says. So I hope he keeps playing. <laughs> yeah, me too. He's uh, inter- I don't know. He's interesting. But his his interview. I don't know. Interesting. He may be done with the Packers. Um, it's possible yeah. that he goes he goes elsewhere. Uh, he can he can always do the Brett Favre uh, route and go Packers to the Jets, and then come back and play for the Vikings for a year. And yeah, yeah. What could I'd what like, could go wrong? I don't know. We'll see. I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. The only other topic I had for sports. I know it's a long sports segment, but like I said, a lot of crazy stories. Um, New Mexico State has suspended their basketball program indefinitely and placed uh-huh. all of their coaches on paid leave. Is that – I don't know. Continue, please. <laughs> so they say that there is uh, a lot of hazing going on in the program. <laughs> and, Gosh, you know, they obviously – Obviously not tolerated. There's no no details out yet. This all came down like yesterday. They the team was uh in California getting ready to play a game. Um they were on the road warming up, uh, you know, getting ready to uh they were like at the at the facility to to play a game and they got the call that the that this was gonna happen, that the program was being suspended. Um, <laughs> the game was canceled. Um yeah, so uh, a lot of people speculated that uh, it was due to the shooting that happened um, back in November. Yeah, I thought uh, you mentioned of, them before. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I might have. Um, back in November, there was a player, uh, Mike Peak. He was uh, lured to New Mexico campus. Of course, he plays for New Mexico State. Uh, big rivalry there. Mm. Um, he was he was lured there by some New Mexico students. And, um, they say he was, uh, hit with a baseball bat. Um, so he, so he pulls out a gun and starts shooting. Um, he injured two and killed one, um, with his shooting. He has not been charged yet. So I I guess they're going the self-defense route there, which seems if they have it on video that he was beat with a baseball bat seems kind of justified. Um, so yeah, the the school says that the shooting is not related to the uh, suspension at all. It's yeah. completely separate. They just so there suck. must those guys there just must be some pretty there must be some pretty crazy things going on in the program if they're just going to shut the whole thing down instead of just you know singling out a couple players. So yeah, I guess we'll we'll keep our ears to the ground on that one and see if we can. Sounds like anything, they're right? going to take some time to scrap the bad eggs. <laughs> I, I guess. Recycle I the program. It doesn't take much. I mean, basketball teams aren't very big. No. Uh, yeah, basketball teams can turn over the whole thing. And, <laughs> pretty quickly. And, and, and hey, we it. need a new player. Right. You get a new coach. You get a new <laughs> coach. Get a bunch of transfers. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy that they'd kind of give themselves the death penalty so to speak so right must be pretty bad <laughs> uh, yeah i haven't seen not, i don't have anything for sports per <laughs> usual super bowl today super bowl today. oh yeah i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna watch yeah. that you got any just, action on it no no i'm done with that oh no, are you 
No, the Bengals losing. You said you said you needed money. You could just oh, yeah. get some this way. No get some money today. Well, I did need the Bengals to win. That was my last hurrah on the sports betting. Yeah. That's why I'm so mad about it. No. Yeah. Joe, I just really Joe's really good. But um anyways. You ready for the Biden gaff? I think so. All right. I've never even heard this one, so we're winging it. Uh, you know, another term is, is Senate Minority Leader. Uh, you know, I think you, uh, only this time you have a slightly bigger majority, Mr. Leader. You're in a majority leader. About that much bigger? I don't know if that was a good one or not. I'm not sure what he said there. Yeah, I don't know. What was he saying? Something about the majority leader? Maybe I'll pick a different one. I just just pick trying to pick one out on the fly so I didn't have to edit it and it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll try again. I didn't have one. Uh, you know, another term is was just a Senate minority leader. Uh, you know, I think you uh, only this time you have a slightly bigger majority, Mr. Leader. You're Same. a majority leader. Yeah, it's time for the hot topic. Buzz. President Biden's. I think he's, I think he's saying, like, "Hey, you're the minority leader, but now you've got the majority, so now you're the majority leader." Yeah, I don't yeah. know. You know what? The big gap that was at the opening line of the State of the Union. Anyways, yeah. that's whatever. That's the short little gap. That isn't <laughs> what I want to talk about in the Biden gap section. Really, what the big headline is? Did you see this? So Jill Biden, I can't play a clip of this because it's just <laughs> Jill Biden walking in on the biggest stage of the world, the State of the Union address. Jesus. She waltzes in to the through the crowd, walks up to Kamala Harris's husband, just lays one on him. Lays him. <laughs> they just embrace each other and they she, they just lay the most lip fill. They they kiss. I think she slipped on the tongue. And then he's, dude, it was the most weirdest, oddest thing I've ever awkward. seen in my life. It was awkward, yeah. And then everybody's just looking at him, like, even the people by them, there's this girl, like, two people down, like, looking at it. She's really uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah. And she's, like, clapping, but then she's, like, doing the side eyes, like, what the heck is that? Oh, then, <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. I don't know who she was, but she looked so uncomfortable. Like, this is a freak show. Because it is. Yeah. I don't even know. That was some weird stuff. Yeah. That That's was pretty I, crazy. <laughs> lays but, uh, one on Kamala Harris's husband. <laughs> I ain't never yeah, seen nothing I, like it, dude. I, I don't know what's going on there, but it's... uh. He, that was that was pretty crazy. I saw that, and my jaw dropped. I was like, "Holy smokes!" So I sent it to you. <laughs> like, what is going on? What is going on? I don't know, man. I I mean, I get it from Joe. Like, he's a little he's <laughs> feeble. I don't even want to say it. Too. I ain't going to get to it too fired up. But what the crap? <laughs> that should have been a what the crap. Yeah. Oh, I man. thought you'd think. And now Kamala, you'd think 
she'd freak you know i bet that made her so mad or maybe she maybe they're all just getting freaky the wife swap going on in the white house so it looks like it it looks awful it's a clown show dude i guess as long as it's consensual right oh yeah you know what (laughs) that's what that's exactly what everybody's probably saying about it the the democrats like what's wrong with that (laughs) do that all time well it could be you know bill clinton right (laughs) hey what's wrong with that (laughs) i don't know kiss kiss your wife (laughs) (laughs) normal new thing it's the new thing you gotta kiss your uh they're i don't even know i guess they're friends they're they're literally they work together you gotta kiss your co-workers colleagues colleagues wives Yes. Whenever, whenever you see him, just a quick yeah. kiss on the lips. <laughs> All right. Okay. I reeled in. <laughs> that 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 yep. was wild to me. <laughs> but I, I, on the world's biggest stage, like they know they're on film. Oh and yeah, that's what everybody's watching. Do that, that's what gets me. Yeah. Everybody's watching, and you know that. Oh. And then the dude did the weirdest like smirk after, like ha ha. <laughs> Did you see that? It was so weird. Yeah. All right. Let's reel it back in. I could go on and on about that. <laughs> uh. Do not let any wholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Ephesians 4.29. What's that mean? It means that if you you should say good things instead of bad things, and that because bad things will will um if you say bad things, then you won't have friends. It's not very helpful. It's not very helpful, but if you say good things, then it's pretty helpful. Yep, very good. That kind of goes with uh, last week's topic of shut your mouth. Yeah, I feel back on the rails now. (laughs) Yeah, Who cares about spy balloons and Jill Biden? (laughs) Thanks, Gary. I mean, I'm ready to go. I hope you you guys have a good, I hope you guys have a good week and uh, freedom on.